Hi, can I help you find something? Librarians specialize in helping you find what you were looking for, and sometimes what you didn't know you were looking for. Thank you for joining me as I talk to my guests about all things library, including the books inside them. I'm Julie Chavez, and this is Ask a Librarian. Meg Fleming is an award-winning children's book author, a fan of all dogs, and a big-time laugher. Also a voice teacher and former music educator and performer, Meg draws on her love of rhythm, rhyme, and lyricism to create and imagine stories. Her most recent books are I Was Born a Baby and I Live in a Tree Trunk, both illustrated by Brandon James Scott. Meg's books are loved by dreamers and thinkers of all ages, and I read them in my own library. Meg writes from her home outside of San Francisco, where she lives with her three kids, her one husband, and her dancy-prancy dog named Opal. Here is my delightful conversation with Meg. Hi, Meg. Thanks so much for being with me today. Hi, Julie. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm truly honored. Oh, I'm so happy. I love that you and I are connected in real life. So we've gotten to meet at the lovely Town Center Books, which is such a happy place. But I will tell you that I feel like this was a couple years ago. And Judy Wheeler, who works at Town Center Books, sets up Fairlands, my school, with author visits quite often. And she and I were talking and I said, oh, I'm working on a book and I'm, you know, eventually I hope to write a children's book. And she said, you know who you need to talk to is Meg Fleming. She Ah. is a a local around here. And (laughs) and this was what she said. She knows everyone. And I was like, well, (laughs) then that is a person I need. I'm, I'm in, but I just love, I've loved getting to know you and I love your books and I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. That is so funny that she said that. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know everyone? Is it a true statement? It's, I mean, (laughs) I don't know the whole world, but it's pretty true that I fall into social settings and meet (laughs) all the people. (laughs) Do you feel like... I don't know. (laughs) Is it that you've been around kind of... I'm well, like yeah. part of the furniture. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I meant. Just background. That's, oh, that's Meg Fleming. She's at everything. She goes to the opening of an envelope. She's, yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like you have had, when I was looking through your bio, you have so many books and really have built a career in children's books. So I can see how you would know lots of people. But so let's start there. How did you get started writing? Have you always been a writer? Oh, I I have always been a writer. I didn't okay. know I was always a writer, but I always have been. It started, I think the telltale signs are look for the kids in the classroom who are daydreaming and looking out the window. Yes. Those are your, like, they're thinking about stuff that, you know, it's not what's being taught, but man, it's good stuff. Correct. I mean, there are like the, the kids looking out the window, get them in some way, have them record it, have them, if they don't like writing, you know, like get them to put that down because yes. I think that's a telltale sign of a forever writer. So yeah. And s- s- pretty social. So <laughs> I, 
I'm a connector by nature. And so between, like, if you look at my childhood report cards, you will see that there's like struggles to pay attention or struggles to stay on task or mostly talks too much with friends. But so the first question you asked me is, do you know everyone? I like, if, if I'm around long enough, I probably You will. Interesting. Okay. So you were a, so you were a daydreaming kind of kid. Yes. Staring out the window. Yes. And I know you talk a lot about wondering. You were a big wonderer. Always wondering. Wondering. Were you a question asker too? Yes. Okay. Yes. I like to ask, I like to go for the deep questions. Oh, yes. (laughs) Great. That's actually my jam. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yes. And probably I have like, I, I, I know like adults would describe me when I was little as an old soul. Yeah. And I um am still an old soul. So I don't know what happened. What I don't know where I was before this, but um <laughs> I think <laughs> probably a rock or something. <laughs> a rock. That's where I was. <laughs> so that sounds um, about right. But yeah, school, like so it was a social place for me. And but in fifth grade, this is like such a cool story. I was at a friend's birthday party mm-hmm. and I never, I never win things. I was always like, Oh, I'm plagued by being the one who never wins. things. Okay. Oh, save that token for like a little later in the story, because this was just a fifth grade party where we had a grab bag and everybody got to reach into the grab bag and pull out a something, a okay. present. Mm-hmm. So I reached in and I pulled out a journal and an outliner pen. And I had never had a journal before. And I was in fifth grade. So, you know, that's juicy times. Like there is so much stuff there happening. There really is a hundred percent. It's like mortifyingly important to have a journal in yes. fifth grade. Because yes. your life is over a lot. Like it, <laughs> it can be over a lot. And so, <laughs> many times in a day. Many times. Yes. yes. So I pulled out this journal and I was like, I'm going to, like, I started journaling and truly I kept journaling. Like it wasn't like formal or fancy, but I, I did it all through middle school into high school, all through college. Like not, not well, like I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm a formal journaler. It was like, you know, (laughs) and I didn't know I was writing, but then fast forward to Seventh grade, this is the never wins thing. Yes. Plague that I've always, I've always had, you know, because at my heart, I'm probably a fifth grader. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but it was the whole school in the gym and they were doing a drawing and, um, and it was like the whole school and I was K through eight and my name got called. I won something and it was a pen and pencil set. Wow. Yes. So that feels exciting question. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like, it's so weird because you're in seventh grade and probably some kid won like tickets to the Bulls game. Well, yeah. You know, like yeah. I was from Chicago, but however, in fifth grade, I pulled out a journal randomly. And yes. then the one time I win something, it's a pen and pencil set. What is the universe trying to tell me? I was just about to say, the universe really has a pointed message for you and is really hammering it home. Just driving it home. <laughs> like, just, you. true, you never win. No. However, 
However, <laughs> yes, feel free to incorporate that as part of your identity from here on out. Yes, right. Forever and ever, amen. But right. also, we are going to let you in one time, yes. two times, and it's yes. going to point you in a specific direction. It's going to be specific. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I really, I actually love that story. It's really cool, isn't it? It is. I didn't know you were from Chicago. I lived in Chicago when I was little. Where? Well, my family lived in Schaumburg. My brother was born in Barrington, and we lived in River Forest when I was in junior kindergarten. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so I grew up in Naperville. And yes, and then as after we got married, we lived in Oak Park, but then we moved to Westmont and then Fox River Grove is where we lived the longest, a very, very small town right near Barrington. Amazing. And we had a store in Schaumburg, (laughs) (laughs) which is really weird. Basically, I know, small world. So basically, we've been friends for a long time. Correct. I mean, we were meant to be (laughs) like grab bagging, just not very yes. far away. We exactly. missed that same birthday party where you would have grabbed like a headphone set and like uh like library um the little cards. Yes. You know. Yes, cards for the card catalog. Cards mm-hmm. for the thank you. For yes, the card you're catalog. exactly yes. right. So That's a good point. Oh, I love that story. Yes. Yeah. So you were okay, so you're someone who's journaling, which Yes. Oddly enough, I never journaled, still don't. Yeah. I really wow. should. I know it's not weird. Oh my Especially with your, oh my gosh. I know. It's very odd. But but you don't have to shit on yourself. You don't have to do that. I appreciate that. Thank you, friend. Yeah. I'm going to yes. take that to heart. Yes. I'm okay the yes. way I am. You don't so, have to journal. Yeah. Well, but to your point, it sounds like that was something that you, you were practicing a skill that you didn't really, you didn't really have a full vision for it yet is what it sounds like. Is that kind of how that was? True. I just, I was like kind of dramatic and I wanted to be heard. And Mm. so it's like, "Mm, I've got a story and yeah. So I'm going to write this all down. Yes. Okay. You're going to see, and then you're going to understand and then you'll get it. That's (laughs) (laughs) when you go back and read this, you will understand and everyone will see it the way I see it, which is of course the right way. Yes. Yes, exactly. One of these days I have to write a fifth, I have to write like a, I have to write a longer, longer fiction. So yeah, you know, like a middle grade, that girl, she needs to be heard. Yes. She wants to, she wants to tell it like it is. (laughs) She has some things. You could write a a children, maybe a picture book called I was right. (laughs) Oh, W-R-I-T-E. Yes. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I was right. right. Yeah. I was right. Oh, I was going to add one more thing because just like to just shout out to teachers and librarians. So my, in middle school, then my seventh grade teacher was like, this was like early on in this, in this, it was like new back then, but she taught writers workshop. Mm. And so, um, and that was like not common around the schools I was in at the time, but she was getting her master's degree. And so our classroom was, she said, this is a publishing house. And our classroom was set up in stations and we had, you know, we went through the writing writer's workshop process. So that was my English class. And it was kind of like contentious because there were other schools that were like, you know, she was like, we're not going to like drive home grammar all the time. We're going to do creative writing as part of the the normal, you know, this is our, this is the way we're going to learn grammar. And so that's another piece that I always like, I'm forever grateful because she told me, well, she told the whole class. It wasn't yeah. just me, but you know, she's talking to me. <laughs> you mostly, obviously. But she's the one who said, um, 
it isn't finished until it's published. And so it's like, it became like, it was like the best thing. But then as I grew older and started to want to get published, I was like, ah, it's never going to be finished. Oh, it's never going to be finished, you know? So, but it's been ringing. Those words have been rung in my ears since seventh grade. Wow. It isn't finished until it's published. That feels like I would put alongside of the books aren't ever finished. People just get tired of editing them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But it's that same concept where it's like, this is, this is a work, a creation kind of work that keeps evolving until it's printed. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's art. And like, as soon as like, you realize you're taking a snapshot of a moment. Mm -hmm. Like we need to revise. We need to do this maniacally and incessantly so that it can be finished. Yes. But also there's this, there's this piece of being a creative of letting go and just knowing this is a snapshot of this moment. Yes. And we need to also let go it's so true. I was just trying to find, I thought it was in Courtney Mom's book, but I don't think that it is, or maybe it is. I'll have to send her a message. But I <laughs> basically found something that said at a certain point, you know, when you're in this process, you have to decide that you wrote the best book you were capable of writing in that moment. And then yes. you have to leave it. And yes. there's something very true to that because you are kind of, it's this consistent, you do want to improve it. And there are always things that can be nudged and fixed, but also that there lies the way of madness. So it's it's like weird. How do you, how do you hold both of those in the same hand sort of thing? So yes, I really, yes. I like that thinking though, because I think it also drives home the point. Cause I think especially for young writers, young as in children, Yes. They hate revising. I mean, the, the idea that you're asking them to come back, they're like, that is just horrible. I'd rather I already did it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I already did it. It's done. So yeah, I think they're like in their mind, they're like, it's published girl. Yeah. Oh, I did publish it. We, I published it in my mind (laughs) and you're, you're late. Yeah. Hi, Miss reviews. So nice to see you. And I'm glad you have a book to hold in your hands, but I'm also published because I just wrote yes on Google Docs. Yes. Moving on, moving on. (laughs) So what was your first children's book that you wrote? And did you know, so as you started, was it like, okay, I want to write picture books? So I wanted to write slice of life humor. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I I was a self-proclaimed humorist, slice of life humorist. Oh, fun. Yeah. So this is a little embarrassing, but I thought... I don't even know if I should say this. <laughs> oh, I want you to, whatever it is. I'm excited. My pitch was, if it were possible, <laughs> the love child of Irma Bombeck and David Sedaris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could there be a better humorist? Than I don't that? think so, but I'm not saying... I. That's Those are some big shoes, though, that I, I was like... But really, you know, I was like trying to sell, like I was trying to sell the concept. So I'm like, well, could, how about that? Yeah, you were That's, you were salesing it, right? I'm I was. I was pitching yep. it prior to writing it, you okay. know. Yes. And then, yeah, so I had, you know, I was funny. <laughs> I would absolutely. Yes. You, that's what you were trying to say. Hey, everyone, I'm funny. But what happened is I took this manuscript to New York. So 
this was in like 2005. And this is one of those things that you are like, when you're starting, Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to sell this book. And everybody, like everybody does this, like, and it's a good thing. Like, I know, like, it's good to learn the hard way. I hate to say. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Sometimes we have to do things the hard way. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you went to New York. So I went to New York with this, I can't remember what it's called, Any, I can't remember the title of the book anymore, but um, it was a, um, what is the books? It's um, the writer's day in New York. They have a day before the book expo and they have a writer's day. It was like a writer's day book expo for authors. Okay. Got it. And this was before I knew that the society of children's book writers and illustrators existed. So, well, because I was writing a slice of life humor, right? You were still, so yeah. who would, who would know? Yeah. You wouldn't have needed that. I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. So I, I had this, this manuscript I was pitching formally, mm-hmm. like this was like why I wore the tweed jacket, oh, you know, but course. then, yeah, you have to do that. Yeah, it's required. <laughs> but then, Oh gosh, I made a fool out of myself. Okay. But then I also had written this, this picture book beforehand. And I was like, I kind of love this. I was obsessed when I was writing it. Like it was the first time I was like at my kitchen table for like three days straight, obsessed over this manuscript, Yeah, like truly obsessed. And so I threw it, I printed out, threw it in the threw it in my bag. Okay, sure. And then everything was printed then. So you had to bring, you had to have everything printed. Oh, absolutely. There was no, no Gmailing things. No. And so I did the pitch for the, and I was trying to be funny <laughs> and there's nothing worse. There's nothing less funny than trying yeah. to be funny. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. that's, it's, it's, it's cringy, but that's okay. I went through the, I went, did my pitch to the, for the slice of life humor career that I'm still yet to realize. Okay. And then there was this line for children's book for a children's book editor. It was, is there a Megan Tegan? Is oh, there? Tegan, Catherine Tegan books. Okay. Then it's not Catherine Tegan. It's Megan something. Cause we had the same first name and we were wearing the same tweed blazer. Wow. So I was like, whoa. You're we're like, hey, we're doing this. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I waited in line and I hadn't prepared my pitch for this, this oh, picture book. Okay. Cause this was new. So I was like writing it down and practicing it and practicing it and practicing it and got up to my spot in line. And then it was, we were talking and something between, she didn't buy that manuscript. Okay. She was like, you know, but she liked the pitch, mm-hmm. but somewhere like on the way home, I was like, I should work on this picture book some more. And maybe I think I was in the airplane and I wrote another one in the airplane on the way home. And that's when I really was like, oh, this is a form I need to explore. Mm. And so unfortunately, I had a really short-lived, unrealized slice of life humor career. May it rest which, in peace. You know, well, there's a little violin playing for us right now, but you know, <laughs> sad trombone. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> but but Isn't that true to life where you think you think you're going for one thing and it turns out that you were going yes. for another reason entirely. And yes. the idea that that experience, because I don't even want to call it a failure because your pitch was six, yes. like just because yeah. it didn't result in a deal, it set you on the path you were supposed to be on. Right. Which And it really, like, it never results in a deal, those things. When you're, like, it just doesn't. You have to, those 
elements of the game are unexpected all the time. Mm-hmm. It's an unexpected situation that takes place, but like you just like like you're saying, there's a path that we're on, and when there's when there's little like um, bends in the road that redirect the path, so that we know mm-hmm. we don't know, we just don't know, and you know the deal is not the be all end all, you no. know. It's the really be not. all end all is that we get to do this. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like, oh, that's the thing that makes my eyes well up and, you know, and keeps me really like just so honored to be doing this work is that we get to do this. Mm-hmm. We get to bring it to kids and kids get to have these beautiful aha moments, you know, not necessarily because of your book, but just when when you're speaking with them and talking to them there you see these thoughts forming and these these big realizations forming and and that's when you're it's like oh this is this is the deal mm-hmm. say hello to a new era of mental health care cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100 online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. It really is a privilege, and I see that firsthand with our kids because... I get to see what exactly what you're saying, which is that you and your book holds a special place in their life, whatever that is. It might yes. inspire them. might be something they read with their parents. I've had parents tell me that they love the book that came home. And then I think about books from my childhood that even if I liked them, then will bring back a sense of nostalgia later in life. So this idea that you are, you're part of a I think there's something special about children's books that really makes you a part of a tradition because it's just, you know, it's the Kathleen Kelly. When you're reading as a child, it becomes part of your identity in a way. No, you're reading in your life. It's that same. That is so true for that exact reason. So I, well, I am very glad that your slice of life life humor, (laughs) slice of life, slice of life (laughs) humor career was not the place you ended up because your children's books are so much fun. 
Thank you. I love them. Let's talk about um, the last two. Okay, I do want. Okay. I have one question. So as we're yes. we're gonna fast forward in your career, I'm pushing the button to fast forward. So okay. tell me what it's like. You've worked with a lot of illustrators in your yes. career. Um, a number. How many children's books have you published? So this book coming out April 18th, which by the time this post will be a little yes. bit later. Yep. However, I live in a tree trunk is coming out next. It is my 10th picture book. Ah, that's so exciting. 10. 10 I never dreamed. That's so thrilling. And yes. okay. So over the 10, so obviously Brandon James Scott has illustrated yes. the last two, but yes. you have a number of other ones. So you've worked with all these different illustrators. Do you enjoy working? Like, has there do you enjoy working with the illustrators? I guess is my question because it seems oh like it would God. be so cool. So the illustrators are, I'm looking at, so I brought the stack of books out in case we wanted to talk about anything. And so I'm looking at them right now yeah. and they're all, Ooh, I get, I get choked up because typically I don't actually, have I ever, have I ever, I don't think I've met any of the illustrators till after the books, you know, till after the books are done. Okay. Fully formed. Yes. As, apart from Lucy Ruth Cummins, who we've crossed paths a lot of times, but didn't like we became friends over Sounds Like School Spirit, okay. you know, so yes. and rock that boat. So, but like, oh, I have knowing, um, first of all, it's, it's, it's such a deep honor and I'm going to, I'm a laugher and a crier. I'm I a big it. emotion. I'm, I'm an emotion lady. It. Yeah, let's do but it. But it is such a deep, deep honor to have an artist, take your words and consider them so heartfully and so deeply, be it warm, like I heart you or, or wandering around or humorous, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's a deep, a deep look into the words that you've shared. And there's, it's nothing short of kismet when when it all comes together. And I, I don't have a single book that isn't like, I am so honored because they're all magical. Like, it's just, I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined what they would look like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think when you're writing, you're, I'm a visual writer. So you, you probably are too, but you imagine Mm -hmm. you can see it. Yes. But I don't know what, I don't know how it's going to ultimately end up when it comes off the ship, comes out out of the printer. Yeah. Um, But it's, it is truly magic. And it is such an honor to have an artist consider your words that much. Mm. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. Like that's why picture books are so hard. Like you're also asking, like the same thing goes for the editors, the mm. art directors, the publishers. Like you're asking a lot of them to take this small amount of words and consider deeply. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. It's a it's it's a lot of it's a big it's a it's a really big deal. It is. I love that you use that word consider because it's so true. Where you are really the, I think something I didn't appreciate even, you know, a couple of years ago before I understood the whole process of how a picture mm-hmm. book gets written. I don't think I understood that it's, they're less like illustrators. I mean, they are illustrators, but they also feel like translators. They are taking mm-hmm. your yes. words and they are rewriting it in pictures. 
So it's really that mm-hmm. same. And I spoke to a translator on an episode a while back, and he said that he didn't translate words. He thought about how is this tor- how should this story be told in Spanish? How does this story happen in Spanish? And so it's that same idea. How does this story happen in pictures? And so to have that yes. kind of, you're right, they fully, it's not just, oh, I have an idea and then I I sort of jot it down. It's so much deeper than that. So that makes total sense that it would just feel yes. like a wonderful piece of synergy to know that yes. they, and especially to to see the things that they take that are between the lines that you didn't even realize you knew. Yes. Well, and that's the piece that's like, there are, so they're taking and realizing your story mm-hmm. um, in in their own eyes, but they're also elevating it with their imagination. They're elevating it with their, their arc. Yes. You know, they, they have had, you know, they might've pulled a paint box out of a fifth brick or grade ba- grab bag and just, yes. you know, they have this whole life that they're drawing from mm. to in this moment, this snapshot of life yeah. or the snapshot of a story or how the stories are made in this particular moment, they have an arc that they're seeing that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Gosh, so magical and such a neat thing. Like you said, these are people that you haven't met. I mean, it's just wild yes. to think about the whole process and how it's done. It feels so right. There feels like so much magic involved in anything ever getting published. <laughs> so it's so it much. Just, it, is, it is. It feels like this is then even elevating that to another level where it all has to come together and somehow it does. It's miraculous. With picture books, as you're saying that, I'm thinking um, there's also like, so I'm so honored to have have the illustrators look deeply into my words. I am also like, I look at illustrators and it's kind of like, you admire them. I think they're magic. I think they're wondrous. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I want to trust this person. I yes. want to trust this person with, you know, like, yes, it, it's not, it's like, because then, then you become a team and it's, mm-hmm. it's just truly a blessing. I'm so glad that you've been able to experience that and that you have that heart in it. I think it's something that is just so, there's such a loveliness to it and a, a goodness, I feel like, to that sort of creation. I'm so thankful yeah. that children's book exists. Children's book yes. exists. Oh, yes. Wow. I yeah. really could not get that sentence out, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> it you doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. It was a moment in time. Yes. It was. That's, <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. Sorry, it was a moment in time. I don't know what it It just saying. happened. Yeah, it, it was We're a thing that happened. One. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> I'm not talking about that anymore. Um, let's talk about I Live in a Tree Trunk because yes. you thankfully sent a person, a, a little minion to drop it off on my front porch yes. last night, which I'm very thankful yes. for. And I loved, I was born a baby. And I think Thank my you. favorite thing about it. And for all my librarian friends that are listening is that it's such a fun read aloud. The kids love it. And so I'm Thank so you. excited to share this one with them. I live in a tree trunk. Now, when you did, I was born a baby. Did you know you wanted it to be a series? Um, no, I wanted to, in, when I first started, I was born a baby. I wanted to make a list of all the babies' names and look at baby animal names. And I just was sitting, it was COVID. I was sitting on the couch and I was like, who else is called a, a calf? Yeah. Who else is called? I just wanted to make a list. I was entertained by the thought of that. And yeah. 
then I was like, if I was a teacher, so I was formerly, uh, I well, I think once a teacher, always a teacher. I'm, of course. But my, my training was in music education. And so I was a sixth, seventh, eighth grade music teacher. Well, and do you play an instrument? I'm a singer. So uh, that is a fun fact. I love fun that. Fact. Okay, fun great. Fact. Okay, yes. continuing on. So how would I teach um, baby names? And so that was like, it was just like, oh, how would I? And then I like started piecing it together. I was like, oh my gosh. Like as I'm, and it's like written like that is yeah. that. If that feeling is written in the story, but I was like, oh my gosh, you're a, you know, you're a cub. And so I had it just as a long list of, of just, it went, there was no refrain in it. And mm-hmm. do you know, Angela Dieter Lizzie, you probably know Angela Dieter Lizzie. Um, I don't know that I do. Oh, she's fantastic. Okay. okay I'll so she was, like, she's like a hero. She was like, she was like, I feel like this needs a refrain. And I was like, I was like, Oh yeah, good idea. Cause it's a long list right now. And so <laughs> I see what so, you're saying. Yes. So the the no way no how that can't be true. It makes me so happy because I'm hearing back from parents and mm-hmm. teachers, but parents of little kids who are like this tall. You can't see. I'm holding up like a yard gnome size yes. person. Yard, um, yard gnome people. <laughs> yes. But they're they're walking around their house, these little tiny kids going, no way, no how. That can't be true. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's a That's awesome. That's like a dream. That's a dream of mine. It makes so much sense that you were in music because there are some rhyming books out there that are a real tragedy. And yeah. <laughs> yours, yours is not. <laughs> Where you. you read them and you're like, A, this doesn't rhyme, and B, this is not. It just It's so hard to make them flow, especially as yes. loud. And so that makes total sense because I was going to say yours is one of my favorites to read, whereas some of them I'm like, no, I'll let you take this home, little friend. Thank <laughs> make you. your parent read it. <laughs> but yours sometimes is I, a joy. Thank you. I sometimes think people get confused. I think, I think there's a confusion that rhythm and rhyme go hand in hand mm-hmm. and, um, and everybody says it, but people say it's a rhyming book, but it's oftentimes a rhythm book for me. It's first and foremost, a rhythm book. Yes. That's so exactly the way to express it. That makes more sense that it should have rhythm to it. And then yes, it rhymes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a rhythm book that just so happens to rhyme. Yes. You know? I, yes. I do know that's very helpful. What, uh, so I live in a tree trunk is about to come yes. out. What's your favorite part about sharing a new book when it comes out? Since this um, is your tent. Seeing the kids, being with, being with children, Yeah, sharing it with children and seeing them. If I'm, if it's the first time I've read one of my books to them, if it's their first time seeing it, it's, it's seeing that connection between the child and the book and them having like a physical response Mm -hmm. to story, a physical response to the book. Like they're like, they're like, Oh, like the, (laughs) I was at one school visit and this, I was reading, I was born a baby and he was seeing it for the first time. This kid, he was probably in like third grade or fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And he's going, what? (laughs) And then it's going on and he goes, what? And then the last time at the last no way, no how he stood up and he, he's like, he's like, what? Like, he was like, no, like it's the physical reaction to the fact that this is it's information. All we're doing is sharing information, yes. but to see 
how exciting the sharing of information is. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. You don't get that from adults often. Sometimes, yes. like like-minded people like us, yes, like yes. we get that. But mm-hmm. like to see the synapses firing, and they're literally what we're doing is we're sharing information. Yes, and it's so exciting. That's so thrilling. Oh, I'm so glad. Now, do you have a lot of school visits planned coming up? I do. Next week, I have seven. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> that's very many, Miss Fleming. So, um, so I think it's going to be a busy week. Well, it's six schools in one library. Oh my gosh. So, but you know, it's launch week, you know, it is. Yep. You just gotta, just gotta get in there and do it. And it's fun. Like I've, I've done, so I had five books come out during COVID. Wow. Which is a tough way to launch books. Yeah, it sure is. Yes, because yes. I remember I saw you when I met you. It was just after I was born a baby and wandering around came out. Yes. Yes. And we were masky. We were yes, masky. we were wearing masks. Gosh, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. So you had yeah. five come out during COVID. So does it yes. feel like you have gratitude for just being able to have yes. time with to people? To be in with people. Yes. yes. There's nothing better than launching a book with the kids. Yeah. And I it's know true. like it's just because they're like, they're like, what? Mm-hmm. book birthday like they're like what and that's what you think as a like before you have a book come out you think like oh my gosh the book birthday and you like you like you have it in your head what it's going to be and then it's you know like unless you have something figured out yes it can kind of be like a 43rd birthday where you're yes. like oh wow that this was, is, I mean, like, as far as like, you have these expectations yes. set up sometimes in your head mm-hmm. and then, yeah. And then you're like, you're like, oh, okay. So, but anyway, that, but like when you have it, when you're with the kids, yes, they're, they're just, it's, they're electrifying being with them. And it, it's, you get this all the time because you're with them all the time. And so you see, which is, yes, it's, it's true. Um, it's, it's true. And it's it a is. Lot. Equal parts, wonderful and yes, insane. Yes, yes, but yes, this is it is this the is energy very true. that they 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 create their own gravity. Kids do, right? They, like oh they my just gosh. totally they really have such force in the world, and you know, certain yes. classes use it for good, and others use it for yes. For nefarious me. purposes, which yes. hopefully they'll get in a different class <laughs> later and change that up. But no, yes. there is, kids have such an energy to them. So it's what, I think it's what keeps, you know, so many teachers and so many people like me, classified staff in the game with it because yes. they do yes. have that, that joy. So yeah, being able to be part of that is yes. pretty cool. Yeah. So Exciting yeah, so times. Okay. It'll be a big week next week. Yes. It will be a big week. Okay, so I live in a tree trunk out I live in a tree trunk out next. I am so excited. Um, so tell us real quick, what are you working on now? Okay, so right now I have a handful, probably about four picture books in various stages that I'm okay. working on. And but it's interesting, last year I had three books come out. And mm-hmm. so um that was a big year. It was first, let's see, first it was I Was Born a Baby, then 
rock that no then wandering wandering around, around. okay and, and then, then rock, rock that, that boat Got yes it. and so that was like a big year and it, it was I was getting used to saying oh there's I've got these blah 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 coming out and right now I have as soon as I live in a tree trunk comes out I'm in this like sort of quiet informative space of the creative process where I'm in some cases, I'm the only one who knows about projects. Mm. In other cases, I'm working with editors and, you know, there's, but it's a, it's, it's the space of creativity where there are some times when you share. And then there are other times when you can't share yet because the ideas are forming Yes, and we don't know the answers to things yet. We don't, mm. you know, like, I don't know what things are going to be called, or I don't know a lot of times what happens with me is I'll have a fully fleshed out story idea, but I don't have the rhythm. Mm. So I am like someone who has to wait for the rhythm to come. And, and it's, it's, I don't know if that happens to other people too, but, but until I get that, until I get that pulse moving yes. in the way that it's supposed to go for me, yes. which realizes the story what I have is a story without structure for myself, for myself. Mm-hmm. My dream is to write prose, but we'll see. Okay. Well, yeah, you can. I mean, I think now that humor slice of life is something that you're feeling yes. like you can move on from. I feel like the world is your oyster. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything so is possible. Yes. Well, and I think honestly, you're starting in the hardest place because children's book authoring is so you have to, it just, there's so little space for it, right? You have so few words, so (laughs) little space and you got to nail it where, I mean, with prose, I really think you can babble a little bit more and kind of get away with it. Yeah. And I do like to babble. Well, I mean, maybe it's next. We might have to dabble with the babble. We can dabble with the babble. So you and I maybe can, uh, trade, places or not trade places, but children's book is next on my list. So we will have to discuss. So we'll rub off. We'll like, yes, impart each other's magic to like have that. Yes. Yes. We could have maybe like a weird ceremony. I mean, we live in California. Yes. Yes. We can do weird ceremonies. Yeah. We can. Okay. Perfect. Do weird stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited. (laughs) Well, Meg, this was such a pleasure to talk to you. I'm just so thrilled that we're connected. And now that I can be, in the everyone that is known by you, and I'm using air quotes, right? So yes. next time I see Judy, I'll be like, hey, uh, Meg now knows me. She now truly You're knows welcome. everyone. Yes, knows truly everyone. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. I'm sure Judy would be super impressed by that sort of level of self-knowledge oh, and humility. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> well, I am... Julie, I am so honored to have been on your show, and I love what you do. I am so appreciative for not just the work that you do at schools, because that is like the in the trenches work with, you know, where you're getting the books out to kids and you're educating, educating staff and educating the community on um, how to pick good books and how to find good books. And then you're getting them all and processing them. And then, but you're also doing this outreach to the whole librarian world and beyond and it's such good work and it's, I, I really appreciate what you do. I know it's, I hope you get all the accolades you deserve because she's really good. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank you friend. That is, those are lovely yes. words to hear. And I really, it's my joy. Truly. 
I am so, so awesome. So happy to be where I am. So thank you for being here today. And I was born in a Oh, I live in a tree trunk. Sorry. I wanted to say I was born in a tree trunk. I was born a baby. I live in a tree trunk. But you can check out. Where can everybody find information about you real quick? Okay. So you can find anything you want to know about me and more. Well, you know, I'm at my um, website. It's meg at megfleming.net. Fleming with one M. Not Okay. And then you can find all my books at Ask Your um, Favorite Independent Booksellers. For any of my books, you can get them all from your favorite indie and you can get them at all the other channels, Barnes and Noble. Um, um, so you can do a quick search and find them easily too, but do check out your indies. They're the best. So indies go there. are the best. We yeah, agree. Go see them and give them the love. That sounds perfect. Thanks for being here today, friend. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Ask a Librarian. As always, it's my joy to share and learn with you. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie Writes Words, or you can go to my website, juliewritewords.com. There you'll find the show notes, including all the books mentioned in the episode. See you in the stacks next week. And until then, friends, never go anywhere without a book. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.